everybody, welcome to another Radio Vice Online podcast, starring Jim and Jane Vice. Welcome aboard. Make sure you call in and join the show. Today's guests include former Vietnam War pilot, Ronald Winter, and a best-selling author. And also includes the sound of sister Barbara Vesich. The topics will be the Chinese spy balloon, and Barbara will be discussing the uh, Hunter Biden laptop issue, which has gotten curiouser and curiouser. It gets curiouser and curiouser. Also, the lying liars in Washington did not like that's new, but here's Joe Biden during the State of the Union address. Do you take any blame for the inflation that's occurred under your administration, Mr. President? Take any blame for inflation? No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man. Remember what the economy was like when I got here? Because the inflation was already here when I got here, man. I like Greg Gutfeld's response on the five to that. He says inflation is already here. It was already here. That's like starting a seven alarm fire and then saying, well, there was a Dura flame already in the fireplace. So that's ridiculous. And it just, I mean, the only people apparently that are doing well the in the Biden economy is Biden's family. Yeah. I mean, it's ama- <laughs> it is incredible. I guess like they're not going to say who's buying these half a million dollar sister. paintings. I don't blame them because it probably is somebody unsavory. But yeah, the he's, Chinese. Yeah, he's very lucky. Biden presidency came about at the perfect time. We have a frantically distracted population. In the, if, this, if, he was, if he became president in the 80s and the 70s when I think he tried to run, it would, it would have been even more of a disaster because there were fewer, cheaper escapes from your daily trials. Uh, uh, we have an ADD population right now, so they have, they're not even concentrating on what Hunter Biden has done. Make no mistake about it. For the president to say that inflation isn't his problem. Let me explain to you something. When President Biden took office, inflation under President Trump was about 4%. It's now over 7%. After eight years that he has That's after him spending better than $10 trillion in new spending. And fueling, that's like throwing gasoline on the fire, not a door of flame. $10 trillion in new spending, that's what caused inflation. And the way he cut off gas prices, cut off gasoline and the oil spigot in this country. Gasoline prices have more than doubled since Biden took office. So let's not even go there for a while, Mr. President. Now, everything you said was was a lying liar. He's a lying liar. Should you just president? Are taking blame for inflation? No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man. Remember what the economy was like when it I got here? It was four percent inflation when it got here. Four percent. Now it's seven percent. It's almost doubled. I will give Barbara a call now. We'll see what she has to say about the Hunter Biden laptop story. She said she was going to be late, though. How late? Where, bro? How late? Not real late, but late enough. Can you believe the speech? I actually, I don't know if I 
Hi, Jim. Hey, Barb. How was the dentist? Well, the dentist, I went for what was a normal teeth cleaning, except half an hour before my appointment, one of my crowns came loose. So I ended up, well, that was fun, but I ended up not only getting my teeth cleaned, but the dentist was able to refix the old crown. Oh, that's good. How how old was the crown? God damn, I have no idea. I have had you know so what? much work on my teeth over the years. It's anybody's guess. I'm living with your brother, okay? I had, I had three implants, and um, it, it's such a pain in the butt. And my, oh, yeah. No, it's not fun. No, it's not. Joining us on the hotline right now is former federal prosecutor, assistant U.S. attorney Barbara Weisswich. A former law professor at the University of Miami. Very and recent dental patient. Recent dental patient. <laughs> and former uh, golf ranger, too. Also, all those important things. That's more important than being <clears throat> the first woman law partner. Barbara, everybody's got a first. The latest first we heard is the first African Latin, Latin African woman to be on something. Oh, I right? forget what that was. Well, Jim, that's what happens with um, with identity politics. You pick people not because they're qualified, but because of their the identity. Barbara, Barbara, you would have been so proud of me at the Board of Education telling them to bug off and stop hiring people that have no, um, no, um, what do you call it? Qualifications. <laughs> Qualifications. She's eating. We just baked rolls. And do yes. But Barbara, you're not saying you weren't qualified to be a partner at the large law firm of Schutz and Bowen. I believe I most definitely was. At I, least the firm thought so for 20 years. So Did you, did you yeah, break you the, the ceiling? You broke the ceiling. Yeah, you broke the ceiling, Barbara. You, you smashed it. Maybe that's what happened to my tooth. <laughs> that's what you got for trying to break the ceiling with your head, Barbara. Yes, there you go. <laughs> anyway, Barbara, we have some legal questions for you. Let me play a couple sound bites for you. First, let's sure. start with Greg Gutfeld. Greg Gutfeld was commenting on Biden's economy, but what's important is what he says at the end here. Here we go. Uh, he says inflation is already here. It was already here. That's like starting a seven alarm fire and then saying, well, there was a Dura flame already in the fireplace. So that's ridiculous. And it just I mean, the only people apparently they're doing well in the Biden economy is Biden's family. Yeah. I mean, it's it is incredible. I guess like they're not going to say who's buying these half a million dollar paintings. I don't blame them because it probably is somebody unsavory. But yeah, the he's, Chinese. Yeah, he's very lucky. That's getting Biden president. Uh, let me play this for you right now. This is. Can I just say something real quick, Barbara? Before sure. they shut the balloon down. Before we get into the balloon, please. No, I'm, I'm going to just say it. Uh, I said the Chinese are getting into casinos on the balloons now. Okay. Why not? <laughs> it was the size of a bus. <laughs> it was the size of three buses. The first one. Okay, go ahead. Okay, just very quickly, we learned something new, Barbara, from the laptop, from the Hunter Biden laptop, which we'll get into the legality of that in a second. But this name, the big guy, the phrase, I was always curious how many times it's come up. Uh, It came up with Tony Bobolinsky in the interview in October of 2020 with Tucker Carlson. Um, 
this way. Just roll the clip here. On May 13, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden. So the big guy is Joe Biden. From now on, we'll call him the big guy, Barbara, okay? All righty. Okay, so the big guy gets 10, a 10% cut. That's like the last thing Joe Biden needs to have come out. Okay, you so have Barbara, to fill me in on this guy. Is is he Democrat or Republican before he start he's making... He's an investigator. He's a Republican, sorry. He's a Republican, sorry. And I'm not going to make Hammer fun of him. Fox News. But he sounds like a cone. He sounds like a cone head. I'm sorry. <laughs> So, uh, well, the, the the worst thing that happened is apparently his son, Hunter, finally acknowledged it was his laptop. No, well, apparently his lawyers admit that the documents inside the laptop were Hunter's, but the laptop yeah. may not have been his. Well, we don't really know. Um, this is very strange. I'll, I'll go kind of to the beginning. Last Wednesday, Hunter's attorney <clears throat> sent a, a letter to the Department of Justice, to the Internal Revenue, and to the Attorney General for the state of Delaware. Why the, why the, letter, the-, the letter alleged that the, a computer repair shop, the owner of that shop, unlawfully accessed by Mr. Biden's personal data. In this case, it means Hunter Biden's personal data. Unlawfully. Unlawfully. Where where do we stand legally on that as far as the laptop is concerned? Here's the interesting thing, Jim. There's one important legal issue. Um, In Delaware, where this laptop is dropped off, they apparently have a law that provides if you drop something off for repair at certain places and you don't pick it up within so many days, it becomes the property of the repair shop. Now, Delaware is not unusual. Most states have this law. If you drop off, for example, your car for repair and you don't pick it up, it becomes the property of the repair shop. And the reason behind these laws is simple, and it is that the repair shop has the ability to recoup the costs that they spent repairing the item by selling the item. Barbara, how how is... is, Okay, so go ahead, Barbara. She has to finish first. Okay, then you finish, but remind me. Well, so anyway, we we get these letters that come out um, basically saying that the repair shop owner unlawfully accessed Hunter Biden's personal data. Well, for years, Jim, from the beginning of time until this letter, Hunter Biden denied that it even was his laptop. It was Russian disinformation. It may have been his laptop. He might have lost his laptop. He might have left it for repair. I mean, he's been all over the ballpark on this. And the letter would indicate... Does the repair shop, can the repair shop release the information inside the laptop or not? Oh, sure. It's it's abandoned property, Jim. Um, Abandoned property takes a different um, or is a different item under the law. When you abandon something, you don't have any more claim to it. 
So this, um, this is essentially okay, can I, can tough I cookies say something? for Hunter Biden. Can, can you just say something before you just keep going? I had, I have um, two, I have actually three accounts, uh, two accounts attached to my account in a bank. They took it because the, 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 the state took it because I was not doing anything with it. They took it. Seriously. Uh, that, that, yes, that's perfectly lawful. What typically happens, Florida has a similar law. Um, if, a, if a bank account has had no activity, at least in Florida, for seven years, uh, it is cheats to the state. That's legal word, meaning it goes to the state. Now, the state, at least here in Florida, they publish a list of all of these abandoned properties, and all you have to do is go on their website no. and claim your property. It, it, went, it went back to my property, but it was um, something that I was not doing. It was under my account, so I have major account and two accounts for my kids, and one of my kids... Um, I guess I was not being very uh, productive. They just took it. It's back. Yeah, but you you can get it back. No, All you have to back. do is contact the state. No, it's back. Actually, this this bank yeah. this bank is wonderful. It's yeah, this this is not unusual. It's a, uh, probably the easiest example of this law I can give anyone is. Next time you walk into your dry cleaner, you're going to notice a sign that says any uh, items left more than 30 days belong to the dry cleaner. <laughs> and there, again, I'm back to that. The reason is so that the dry cleaner could, in theory, sell them and make up the cost of the um, Storage, of what it costs to, to dry clean. Yeah. But what, what's interesting here with all of this is these letters would indicate that this, in fact, was Hunter's uh, laptop and that the information was, in fact, his personal information. And that big guy and was, that, in fact, Joe Biden. He would be the big it, guy. That, that's a good inference from all of this. And the interesting thing is, again, as I said, he has been denying that it's his for a long time. So, of course, the press picked up on this on Thursday when they found out about the existence of these letters. The, the press, the, no, the press went out and said, gosh, he's finally admitting this is his laptop. What happened next was the following day, Friday morning, a spokesperson for Hunter Biden came out and said, oh, this doesn't necessarily mean it's Hunter's uh, laptop. You shouldn't be drawing that inference. <laughs> he so actually, I, I think he actually personally dropped it off. Well, he didn't drop it off, I but Bar the point Barbara is trying to make no, the stupidity of the the guy says that the material in the laptop is his, but the laptop is, is not his. No, and but <laughs> but then, he, then in the next day, his attorney denied that too. So let's get to the claim here that's being made to uh, the Department of Justice and the Attorney General for the state of Delaware. They want uh, the uh, laptop um, shop repair guy uh, um. to be prosecuted for theft uh. and for prohibiting um, basically 
unauthorized access to computer data and publishing that. Do you did know, he steal okay. you know, in the eyes of the law? Do you know did he the gentleman? It? No, do you know that the gentleman in the uh, shop that was repairing it is uh, legally blind? Well, it, he could be. I no, don't. He is. I don't know. In the eyes but, of the law, did he did he steal the material? Well, no. First of all, he didn't. But second of all, let me put on my prosecutor hat, and this is where it gets really pretty humorous. For me to prove a case of theft, somebody has to take the witness stand and say that's my item, and this guy over here took it. Well, we now know because of the the disclaimer on Friday, this isn't necessarily. Hunter's laptop. So the who the heck am I going to call to say this item, this computer, this laptop belonged to Hunter and it was taken by the repair shop owner? If I don't have that kind of a witness, I can't bring uh, criminal charges against anybody. But they have they have all sorts of documentation that he dropped it off. Oh, sure. We have all, all of that stuff we had, but we've had that in the past. Uh, now we have a demand that, that the guy be prosecuted. But again, if I'm the uh, a special trial attorney for the Department of Justice in this case, my first question is, whose property is it and who is going to testify? Uh, and we now know Hunter wants no part of it again. Of so course. I couldn't prove a, I couldn't prove a case if I wanted to. Hunter doesn't even want to have a uh, part of his child that he had with you know whom. With the stripper. It, it's not, it doesn't even matter. You know, what's so weird about this, a couple of things weird. I mean, this is probably the most schizophrenic 24 hours that, that I have encountered. One minute, it's his laptop, and the next minute, it may not necessarily be his laptop. You're the best. And the second, the second thing here, again, I'm, this time I'm just putting on my attorney hat. I'm advising and I'm pretending that Hunter Biden is my client. And he says, darn it, I want that laptop repair guy prosecuted. And I will say as his attorney, well, Hunter, the problem with that is you're going to have to testify at a criminal trial that it is your laptop. <laughs> I would not. I, so I, do you think I don't have any idea whether Hunter's attorney gave him that advice or not, but if he didn't, he should have, because that might well have made Hunter say, no, I can't go there. There's really some information on that laptop that really puts my father in a bad light. I'm it's not doing that. 10% of my team right. is going to the big guy. 10% of every payoff yeah. I get okay. goes yeah. to the president. Matt, Matt, so Hunter, Hunter can't admit that this is true unless, unless he wants to, to point the finger at his father for basically taking bribes. And this is the silly part about it. Why Hunter's attorney would ever advise him to send out letters like these may forever remain a mystery. But I can't figure it out. Okay, I can. I can tell you what. Um, do you think that the one balloon that they um, documented that has been shut down that will not be they will not be able to um, retrieve the um, 
um, whatever documentation the there is. Um, the the, the, uh, the uh, yeah information the evidence the evidence because they shot it over the water because they waited for so long do you think it had anything to do with the with the um computer i really do i really don't because this letter i mean the the attorney didn't he didn't um think up and meet with hunter and write this letter all on the same day that late in the evening we learned about the balloon this is that's just pure coincidence. This was a, a situation where, in my opinion, uh, Hunter met with his attorney uh, for maybe days before these letters were published. We're talking with former U.S. Attorney, Assistant U.S. Attorney Barbara Weisfuch, and law professor at the University of Miami. The smartest so, woman so under, the, under, under, under the ceiling. To, and you're listening and, to a live episode recording of the Radio Vice Online podcast. But well, it, it, Jim, so I don't, I, I don't, I know the strange thing is, obviously we know that Hunter is under investigation. Mm. Is Was this an attempt uh, maybe to strike out first and hope that maybe the investigation would go away? I don't know. None of it makes any sense. It doesn't. Um, you know, again, he wants people, he wants people to be prosecuted for releasing his, quote, personal data. Well, where did these people get his, quote, personal data from? Again, I'm putting on my prosecutor hat. I have to have a witness that can explain that to the jury. I can't just wave the, the laptop around in a courtroom and say, see, ladies and gentlemen, I actually need a witness. And Hunter looked like he was going to be the witness, and then the next day totally backed off that. So as if I'm any of the prosecutors to whom these letters were sent, I have to say I can't go anywhere with this case unless Hunter Biden will testify. So you can't, you can't prosecute Hunter Biden or even Joe Biden? No, I can't. I can't do anything at the moment. Why not? Because there's well, no because, witnesses. Because nobody wants to admit it's his laptop. So I mean, we all know it is. Obviously, information such as was found on that laptop could only have come from Hunter Biden. It, it's not like the the Russians did this, as his original claim was. What about the Chinese? It's clearly his information. <laughs> Uh, and if Delaware's law on repair shops and failure to claim your property is similar to Florida's, then the repair shop owner had absolutely every right to do as he pleased with the laptop after it's deemed abandoned under Delaware law. I don't know that period of time, but there is a but period of time. He, he was not doing anything with it. He just... He, from from the beginning on, of the investigation, from what I understand, he just reported it. He just went. Yeah, that, that's all. That's all he did. Now, I suppose technically, one could say that uh, kind of getting it in the hands of uh, of Rudy Rudy uh, Giuliani yeah, wasn't not a just. Good thing, uh, is it? <laughs> but the, but again. Uh, we're back to the, the basic principle uh, of, of criminal law when it comes to theft is the owner has to testify <laughs> or else you don't have a claim for theft. Yeah, but what is he going to testify to? He just got 
he's the uh, store owner. We don't know. Yeah, he would I mean, not be able to testify. He might not even um, taken it from uh, from hand to hand. You know what I mean? He might not even witness who brought who brought oh, the, the chain of ownership chain. What is that called? Chain, uh, chain it's, of a, it's a chain of custody. I'm chain sure the repair shop owner can say Hunter dropped this off. I contacted him on numerous occasions telling him to come pick it up. He didn't pick it up. So under Delaware law, the property is deemed abandoned and it belongs to me. Period. Okay. All right. Let's drop this one. Okay, Barbara, can I no, ask no. you a question? Quickly? No, I have a question. No, I have a question. No, I have a question. I want how, to get- about, how about Hillary Clinton saying that Kamala has no place in White House? Did you hear that one? I did. <laughs> what do you think about that? I think that's probably the first time I've ever agreed with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> uh, there you go. There you go. Okay, okay. Barbara, now question. did you watch the State of the Union address at all? No, I didn't. I had really important stuff to do. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. I, I found an old book that I had read a couple of times. And thought it was oh, nigh on to time to reread it. Barbara, here is Brit Hume. You remember Brit Hume from Fox News? He was sure do. Special report. Here's yeah. Brit Hume's take on Joe Biden's State of the Union address. This 80-year-old man, the oldest president, I guess, ever, <laughs> and whether he got through the speech well, and it seemed to me that there was an awful lot of stumbling and slurring and words left out and so on. So I, the question becomes this. Does someone sitting at home, worried about the future of our country, perhaps suffering from inflation and the other maladies, worried about crime, worried about the border, look at this man delivering this speech tonight and say, I have confidence to give him four more years. He's the man who has led our nation so well. He's fully in command. Or they look at him and have doubts, doubts that they may. Well, there's Brett Hume's take on it. There was a lot of stumbling and fumbling and misuse of words, Barbara. Jim, brilliant. Jim, that's typical. Uh, That's one reason why we don't see many press conferences from President uh, Biden. They don't want to let him loose to talk because without a script, it's anybody's guess what he's going to say. Even with a script, (laughs) it's anybody's guess. Barbara, here's where he went off script. He went back to a familiar theme. Remember, uh, John Kennedy was going to put a man on the moon. What was Joe Biden going to do, Barbara? Do you remember? He raised it. He was going to cure cancer, wasn't he? Yeah, you you remember that one. He promised that. Do you think he brought it up again last night? Why not? It worked the first time. Here's a speech from (laughs) here's a portion of the speech from last night. Let's end cancer as we know it. Cure some cancers once and for all. Well, it might be. I I don't know. I mean, that was his. All of these things. Okay, pause it. That was his. That was the job given to him by President Obama. You mean he hasn't done it yet? Well, what about? No, he Kamala? still hasn't cured cancer, Barbara. What, but he's what, still working on it. What about Kamala? Okay. What about Kamala and the southern border? She, she, it, she's a czar. She's ignoring she? it. She's a czar. I so, mean, yeah. we have people all over the place that are useless. So, Barbara, why do you think he returned to his familiar theme of curing cancer last night? The only thing I can think of is it was a familiar theme to him. 
<laughs> so it was something he wouldn't be able to screw up. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, apparently, I didn't listen to it, as I said, but apparently he mentioned nothing about China and the surveillance balloon. I mean, wouldn't you think that would be important? We're talking now about the State of the Union. If China is spying on the, on us, wouldn't the people of this country like to know that? So you gonna, But apparently he you know, didn't bother to talk about it. He mentioned China in passing, but he didn't really mention the balloon. But you can, no, you're going to laugh at me. We talked about this on the phone. Um, I spoke with the governor's office. They didn't know what the hell was going on. Uh, they gave me phone number to the White House. Uh, there's nothing going on, ma'am. Nothing. I don't know what you're talking so about, ma'am. Jane I said, called the White House, Barbara. I said, and the White House said, we don't know what, we you're, don't know what you're talking about. I said, turn the news on. And then, <laughs> and then I called the Pentagon, and they were closed. So you tell me how this freaking government operates. Yeah, you know, if, the if Pentagon was closed, that wasn't Barbara. so sad, it would be funny. Well, Barbara, the Pentagon was closed. You got to laugh at it. No war today. Calls back yeah. when we're no. regular yeah. operating hours. Our regular are hours are 9 to 5, <laughs> Monday through Friday. Exactly. I mean, this, it, it, it's silly. So, Start your war then I, and get back to us. I... I, I don't understand what's is, going on. This is why I sound like this, because I was screaming at the TV because I could not believe that they were not do they were not doing anything about it. Nothing. I and, would think, and I then would they think should, the, the and, big guy would want to get on the Pentagon for after that. After so many days, they finally shoot it down. So there is no evidence. There is no evidence. They're not going to find anything. No, they, you know, it, it was bungled. Uh, then the White House tried to cover it up by saying, oh, this happened a lot when Trump was president. Exactly. And yeah, that was when, completely denied was by anybody. Yeah. It was a complete lie. So then they were caught in the lie. And then the White House said, well, it happened a lot when Trump was president, but nobody knew about it. Trump didn't know about it. And nobody in his administration knew about it. Are you kidding me? What yeah. are we talking about here? I know, I know. Barbara, it's take just... a bow. We have to move along. We're going to talk to uh, um, Vietnam War um, helicopter general. You're the bestest. Barbara, take a bow. You're the bestest. Barbara Weiss, <laughs> former assistant U.S. attorney. I'll do it one more time. Come on, Barbara, take a bow. Barbara, thank you for all the work you did. And happy birthday. Okay. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Wait a second. Don't go away on that. Hold on one second. He's got something for you. I do. For change. <laughs> finally have some, I finally have a present um, How is the weather down there? It's warming up finally. What do you mean? What's the temperature? Well, I, I think we were in the 70s today. Oh, shush. <laughs> I'm sorry. I knew I wasn't going to get any sympathy from anybody up north. But for us, this is supposed to be Florida. <laughs> well, are we playing golf? Uh, not yet. Maybe next week. They they claim it's going to get warmer next week. Watch for the alligators. He's looking for the bit. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, please, right uh, you now. don't you don't have a pool, do you? No. Mm -mm. Nope. Um, we're putting up a pool house. Well, it's not. He he gets so mad at me. It's not a pool. It's a. Um, there we go. <laughs>
I knew I'd get it sooner or later. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Barbara. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I was hoping Joe Biden would sing that to me, but he would have forgotten my name, <laughs> so probably, it wouldn't have mattered. He would probably poop his diaper. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> what? Jim. Jim, what? Oh, there we go. You're an ass, you know. Birthday, Barb. Thanks for joining us. Uh, did he? Did he? Send- okay, you you folks take care, no, and I'll be too- talking to you whenever. Did he send you the cookies yet? No. Okay, I'm I'm gonna send you cookies tomorrow. Uh, do you like okay. baklava? Do you like baklava? Yeah, absolutely. I'll send you baklava, the best one. Best okay. baklava you've ever had. I'll send it tomorrow. All right. Thanks, Barbara. Take a bow, well, thank Barbara, you one both. more time. Um- <laughs> All right. Take a bow. <laughs> Thanks, Barbara. Barbara Weiss, okay. former assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Florida. The, the bestie, the bestie, bestie beast. Bestest that you can get. Thanks, Barb. Okay. Um, we got to go Ron. Ron Winter. She's so freaking funny. I have to get on a baklava after we hang up, okay? Yep. Can't find, I can't type in Ron. Ron Winter. I got it. As usual. So you know about this, you double checked with him. I did not triple check with anybody. I'm done after this. It was your guest. This is my... Hello. Hi, Ron. Ron. It's Jimmy. Hey, how you doing? Good, Good, how are you? Ron, we got Another day in paradise. We got contacted by your PR company. I think it's well worth it, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I worked with Mike at the current, way since the current. He was very, very nice. He was very, so kind. I actually couldn't wait to get a copy of the book. You haven't sent that out yet. Yeah, no, I didn't. I have to. He can't, I sent him a press release, but he can't wait to get read Jane's story. He thought the idea of a 16-year-old jumping but, the Iron Curtain but was I, but I, t- I told him, um, if you want to know anything, just ask me, because I am not very good at first. Um, at yakking, I no. Was, Mike will be very thorough. He'll he's be very thorough. He's, he was excellent. He was really good. And thank you for doing that. Anyways, let's talk about the balloon. You hear my let's voice? Let's talk about that. Yeah, I can hear your voice. <laughs> oh, let me play this first and get you to react. Okay. This is uh, Joe Biden of the State of the Union, I believe, talking about the spy balloon. Um. You know what? Before you play this, can you can you what? stop it Wait for a, a second? second? No, I will, I will tell you what kind of not. an idiot I am. 
I went to a stop and shop. I went to stop and shop yesterday, and there was a gentleman um, at the. Um, uh, he was a cashier, and I looked at his. Um, what are those? The pins called? The buttons? What are they called, Jim? Help me out. Well, like what buttons? The 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 they're n- you, Ron. Help me out. They're okay. There are things that you put, like um, the flag, or you know, you know what I mean. And he had so his his ribbons. You're talking about his medals and ribbons. He had he had like almost like medals. Military, you're talking like military. Yes, military. And I so um those are all battle pins. Battle pins. Thank you very much. Finally, you come through. Um, I said, (laughs) so where did you serve? And he was very serious. I was buying um stuff for Jim and I had to show my um um my my um Let driver's me license Ron, please. No. Oh, what yeah, do you mean yeah, no please. Don't, don't. the audience needs to know who we're talking to. Okay. You're just blabbering on here a second. You gotta let Ron tell us who he well, is. Well then shut up and do it. Ron Ron Winter is a best selling author. He's also a Vietnam veteran. He served as a helicopter gunner. For how many years, Ron? Did you, how many missions did you run? I, I was there from 68 to 69. I flew a little over 300 missions as a door gunner on as a Marine Corps CH-46 helicopters. So you were hanging out. You're the guy that we saw in the movies that was hanging out the side of the helicopter with the machine gun. <laughs> You're crazy, man. <laughs> professor. Well, professor on I didn't, top of it. I didn't have to hang out the side. I used to. I used to kind of peer out. <laughs> I used to, I used to get out there a little bit, and make a target of myself, not purposely, of course. But hey, yeah, hanging out. You know, one of the great things people always ask me: Aren't you afraid of being in heights? As well as far as when I'm in the helicopter, I'm standing right on the deck. So you know, I mean, I've been up over eleven thousand feet above sea level in a helicopter. <laughs> helicopter, but uh, but no, that never bothered me. That, but. Uh, yeah, uh, so anyway, we did 300 missions as a door gunner, 300 plus. Yikes. Anyways, I asked the gentleman yesterday with the, um, what do you call those again, the buttons, the pins? Oh, battle, battle pins. pins. Battle pins. I said, where did you serve? He goes, look at my hat. <laughs> he, was wearing, nice he was wearing a Vietnam hat. He was served in Vietnam, Vietnam veteran. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm blonde. I just, <laughs> I don't look up. He was, and he was, he was so, um, um, what do you call it? He was just so Humble. dry. No, he was just so dry. He was not, he was not having sense of humor. At least after I told him I'm a blonde, I'm sorry, I didn't see it. Then he laughed a little bit. He's been married for 50 years. So his wife has, um, you know, he, 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 he just got the sense of humor afterwards, but he was dry at first. But well, we had Ron on to talk about the balloon. Okay, let's talk about the balloon. Okay, what we have here is this pie balloon sent over okay, by China. Okay, you wanted to play that. But it took, I will in a second, it took the administration far longer than you and Jane thought it should, didn't you, Ron, to take down the yeah. balloon? You thought uh, it should have been taken down before it hit the continental United States? Ron, what's your position on the balloon? Tell us. Okay, there's there's a multiple things we got to think about here. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, they knew it, you know, when it went over Alaska, so they they could have taken it down there. Uh, the word I heard on a number of newscasts was that they they decided not to because they didn't think anybody was going to see it. And then these guys up in Montana, these reporters in Montana, saw it, 
and reported it. And all of a sudden the cat was out of the bag and then they were dealing with all these various things. Now, one of the things that, that I asked some, some friends of mine in the business and they, they agree with me on this, we shouldn't have any Intel information, open source Intel information anywhere in the United States of America that you can see from the air, no matter what you're flying. Because ever since we retired the SR-71, the Blackbird, SR-71 they, they, was what? What was the SR-71? It was a spy plane, the fastest spy plane in the world. It could go higher and faster than anything, anyone else. And it had these phenomenal cameras in the nose and it could take pictures of everything. Um, and, and it went, I would, we don't even know what its real speed is, but we do know that when they retired it on its last flight, it, it was an hour from the West coast to the East coast, actual coast to coast. So that's over 3000 miles in an hour. Anyway, the, the point that, being, as a cat, I referred to as the X-15. No, no, no. The SR-71 was different, different than that. But the point being simply this, that they put, they put satellites, spy satellites, everybody put them up there. There's probably hundreds of them up there. We have the Russians looking at us, the Chinese looking at us, all of our allies looking at us, the Iranians looking at us, the Israelis looking at us. We've got everybody that can put a satellite in the air is looking at us. And if we have got open source materials on the ground that you can see from the air, then then shame on us because we're stupid. And I don't think we're that stupid because we've gone through a couple of, of, of of administrations where I think they're reasonably smart and they would say, geez, if we can see this, we should do something about buttoning it up. So most likely that balloon really couldn't get anything in in the terms of actual Intel. Nonetheless, it shouldn't have been up there. There was other things they could have been doing. They could have been checking our response time. They could have been seeing where we scrambled jets. If we scrambled jets, who got in on it? Who's even even up to how Biden responded? If he responded, what he said, and all that kind of stuff. They could develop a catalog and how we defend ourselves. In other words, okay, Ron. Right. Did, yes. Did Did you see the thing that was operating the balloon? Uh, the balloon. I I saw. I haven't seen any up close pictures of it, but obviously they had some kind of a steerage mechanism, and that appeared to be what they hit with that rocket as well. Uh, when they when they fired and brought it down. Well, somebody... and my point earlier was going to be just my earlier point simply was going to be we in in Montana. <laughs> yes, it's wide open spaces, but a lot of those wide open spaces belong to the Indian tribes. But, but somebody somebody and, suggested that that um, that operative mechanism that was doing whatever it was doing that was blew blown up by the Chinese. They right, they Ron actually said, oh, they they oh, actually oh. shut it down. Ron, yeah, Ron, there was some people who believed that the Chinese actually shut that balloon down. That they, well, that I had a question yes. several days earlier before it came down, and my question was, if the, if the Chinese can steer it, then can they drop it on a city, uh-huh. you know? And, and it would seem to me that that would be possible, but if that was the case, and they wanted to lay it out at the feet of the United States, then they would have waited until it got beyond the 12-mile limit. Did, and they shot it down off the shore at about six miles. Did you see and, my and, message to you? I see what you mean, Ron. Did you see? No, my, I, I didn't. I didn't see it, Jane. I'm sorry. I was. I no, just walked no. in the house. You know, no, that ago. was several days ago because I'm so freaking funny. Okay, let uh, me. Re- Chinese, I want to get Ron. The Chinese are going to casinos on balloons. Oh yes, now. I did. I'm sorry. Yes, I That's did. That's okay. Yes, I did. Perfectly yeah. fine. <laughs> I'm but, sorry. Go ahead, Jim. Okay, Ron. 
This is Joe Biden. The press finally caught up to him after he had shot down the balloon at Dover Air Force Base. So he has his aviator glasses on, and he's walking on the tarmac, and a reporter asks him this question. I want you to comment on the answer. Here it goes, Ron. Okay. I told them to shoot down on Wednesday. On Wednesday. But the recommendation they from said the Liar, liar, Benson, liar. What does this mean Are for you China, China, the did you hear what he said? I heard what he said. And, and this, here's a simple, just a simple response to anything Joe Biden. I don't believe anything that comes out of that man's mouth. <laughs> so he, every all he's doing now is just Monday morning quarterbacking and trying to clean up for the mistakes he made and, and make it look better. But the point is, there was plenty of time when that balloon came over the 12-mile limit uh, up to the Alaskan coast and then went over vast amounts of Alaska, which is so big and empty. And they could have brought it down any time there. And they didn't. And I think it's because they thought they were going to get away with it. You know, uh, worried, and, and they worried get about life on, uh, in the United States, people on the earth. is It's a bullshit. A bull, exactly. Okay, answer. bullshit. Just say it. If you're talking about <laughs> national security, that comes first. And we were, yeah. of course. So you just shoot it down, wouldn't you think, Don, uh, Ron? I would think so. I would agree with that. And, and, the, and the fact that he didn't take it out and, and made no effort, didn't, didn't publicize it, anything, till they got caught with their pants down just shows me that all Biden does is kiss up to the Chinese. He's got uh -huh. business relationships there. Why. His son's got business relationships there. They got money coming in that just, you know, yeah. like a waterfall. And, and they're not going to do anything to tick off the Chinese. So they waited and until it got... Off by the, the way, yeah, but no, hold, hold on a second. The, we we talked about this. Um, Thursday was it Thursday? I think when I was screaming at the TV when I found out about the balloon, <laughs> um, we were talking about this. You would have brought it down with a helicopter because then you would collect the evidence. You would have done it the right way. Well, they just, we couldn't just, have done it with a helicopter because it was too high. But there are other aircraft that can get up that height. And, and somebody made a point I heard before they shot it down with a rocket uh, that they could have shot machine gun bullets like mine through it, you know, mm -hmm. to 50 calibers. And deflated slowly. And then mm -hmm. it would have come down. They could have tracked where it would have been. So there were a lot of things that could have been done that were not done that should have been done. And, um, and they didn't. And uh, well, the whole thing, in my opinion, is a fiasco. The thing, the, Ron, one last the thing, thing is, the can. thing is, it's um, people were concerned about what was on a balloon because it was big. It could have been, uh, and that was my concern. It could have been uh, bringing another virus. Um, and the uh, thing that was steering it, um, collecting what was collecting the evidence. Why? You know what I mean. information, not evidence. The, well, information, whatever you want to call it. But um, the debris. What now is the debris? Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, it's thank being, you very being collected much. by the military, and it's taken to the FBI headquarters in Quantico, and they're going to they'll tell you what they want to tell you. I mean, do you really trust the FBI hierarchy at this point in America's history? What? Does anybody trust no, I the don't FBI? Certainly. No. I, don't I mean, trust them to are you kidding me? No. I had seen an uh, interview with an FBI uh, person higher up on Fox News, and he said that we'll never know what was in that uh, debris. Balloon. We'll never whatever. know. Yeah. They'll well, I agree with him because they won't, they won't tell us the truth. Well, here's one you know, reason they, why they might not and why 
Biden chose not to shoot the balloon down. This is Bill Hemmer from Fox News talking about information on the laptop. But this name, the big guy, the phrase, I was always curious how many times it's come up. Uh, it came up with Tony Bobolinsky in the interview in October of 2020 with Tucker Carlson. Um, this way, just roll the clip here. On May 13, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden. So there you go. That's Bobolinsky, Tony Bobolinsky saying uh, the Tony Bobolinsky was a business partner of Hunter's. He says there's no question that the big guy was Joe Biden. He was getting 10% of everything, Ron. So that might be one reason why he didn't want to upset China. He was all Hey, Jim, I, I have a burning question here. Sure. How come I can never get my kids to call me the big guy? <laughs> should, I be, should I be giving them more money or something? What is that? <laughs> I don't get no respect. I, I actually, Joe Biden was getting millions what's from that China and Russia. Was that sign that I have over there? Money is not everything, but it sure keeps the kids in touch. There you go. <laughs> but um, so I just I'd run that by you. Uh, that could be one reason. That's one big reason. That's millions of reasons why Joe Biden go. didn't want to piss off China. Well, what, what yeah, was I mean, did did you hear um, how? Oh, you probably didn't. Because Ron, do you think our president is compromised? Listen, he is compromised. Jim, yes. But um, did you hear what our uh, governor, governator, that's what I like to call them, is going to do for us? What is he no. reducing? He's reducing our taxes by what? We are going to save $600 a year. <laughs> it's not $600 a month. It's $600 a year. Do you know how much pay I pay for these people that eat in this house? A it's lot more than that. Way, yes. Well, I just remember, I remember what my property taxes were in Hebron. Just my local property taxes were $8,000 a year when uh, I moved out there. Don't even. And, and, don't and even, that, was, that really wasn't considered a lot in some towns. Ron has know? written extensively about the Vietnam War. Ron, where can people find your books? RonaldWinterBooks.com. And there's two books on there that are of the Vietnam War. Masters of the Art is one, and Victory Betrayed is the other. And then we have Granny Snatching and The Hypocrite, which are books about other subjects, but they're equally well-received. And I would love to see people go on my website and pick up some books, and I'll autograph them before I send them out to them. Ronald Winter Books. He is the best. He is the best. His books are great, too. They're very exciting. And picture, picture, this guy is a professor. And I'm saying this guy, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ronald, Winter. where do you teach? Do you teach at the War College? I, I, I taught at the University of Hartford, actually. And he is right. he is a guy that was standing in a freaking doorway in, of a helicopter with the goddamn freaking machine gun. He's a, he's a freaking hero. You know, Jim, I got to tell you guys one last thing before I go. Yes. But I was doing a podcast <clears throat> with some uh, veterans the other night, and they asked me, because I was trained in electronics in the Marine Corps, in aviation electronics. I was an avionics technician, and the door gunning all was, was voluntary. And they asked me why when I came back, uh, I got an associate's degree in electrical engineering before I, I turned it over and 
got a bachelor's in English down at the University of New Haven and went into journalism and all the things you know about me. And they asked me, well, why, why didn't you stay in with electrical engineering? And I told them, because sitting at a desk charting the course of electrons was nowhere near as much fun as riding around in a helicopter shooting oh, people. There you go. <laughs> and, and, and one of the guys just goes, Ron, did you know that you said that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> You're the best. You're the best. Ron Winter. Um, Thank you, guys. I had a friend who served in professor, the Army. Professor used, Ron Winter. We used to go shooting <laughs> shotguns together. He used to say, I love the smell of gunpowder in the morning. There you go. <laughs> All right, Ron. Uh, good morning. Good morning, you. Vietnam. Where is the freaking uh, where is the skit? Good morning, Vietnam. You got to find it. Good morning, Vietnam. Real fast. I don't have it. Okay. To, okay, Ron, we'll get it next time, okay? All right, we'll do it All next right, time. All right, have a good one. You too. Thanks a lot. Yeah, you needed to go to school. That's my child that is milking it because she had a sore throat. Do you hear my throat? You got to get um, good morning, Vietnam. I forgot to put our, um, what? give our phone number out. If you guys want to comment on either one of our topics today, we'd love to hear from you. Can you do what? 860 888 Fulfilling his legalities of the Hunter Biden laptop and whether or not the information on it was legally disseminated. And also, I want to thank Ron Winter, former Vietnam helicopter gunner. Professor. Professor Ronald Winter. And his books can be found at ronaldwinterbooks.com. Ronaldwinterbooks.com. Well, I won't back down. And I won't down. back down. I'll always stand for a smaller, no, leaner, less intrusive government. Down. Thank you all for joining me this you week. We'll see you next Wednesday at 4 o'clock for a live hell, podcast and for your phone calls. When the phone hopefully will be working then. Gonna stand my ground. But I won't back down. We'll always stand for a smaller, leaner, less intrusive government. So the uh, short of that is... Republicans get out of my bedroom and Democrats stay out of my wallet. That's the long and short of it. That was my mom and dad's favorite expression. Republicans get the heck out of my bedroom and Democrats get the heck out of my wallet. Thank you all for joining us again. And we'll see you again next Wednesday at 4 o'clock.